anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And I guess I should say enlightened light workers too, because I'm slowly transitioning and changing this uh, this intro in my head. At least I haven't changed it on paper, or on, and I haven't had Barb, my beautiful uh, voiceover spokeswoman, re-record anything for because I've been toying with this for months now, but welcome, 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 and happy Tuesday. I'm Mari, and tonight we are going to be talking about my, I guess it is my favorite topic, which is doing what you love and loving what you do, and I actually happen to be pretty lucky, and it was um, a long time coming and a pretty hard one kind of a lifestyle that I have here, but I really do um, focus only on what I like to do, and I've been called a brat and um, unrealistic and um, delusional and all kinds of <laughs> various and sundry words over the years with uh, the way that I wanted to live and the way I wanted to choose to live, but um, I've kind of made it to that point where I I can pretty much um, do what I want and and kind of create my business as I go and shift and change. And sometimes, you know, I see my life flash before my eyes a little bit, but for the most part, things have smoothed out and uh, and I land on my feet. So that's a pretty good pretty good thing. And I really um, want to share tonight with you not just living life, um, doing what you love for money, but also just doing what you love for joy. Because joy actually is a magnet to everything, all of the good things. And when you um, ratchet yourself down from that, uh, you can really, you kind of set yourself into a backward spiral. So we're going to talk a lot tonight about all of that stuff, some various viewpoints. And um, I just got off of uh, a month of traveling with Dr. Dane, and that was so much fun. And he really shed a lot of light on this particular topic with me in particular. He sort of called me out of the audience. So um, I know some of you were in that class, so you kind of know all the, the dirty details. But um, I want to share a lot of what I, I picked up along the way because I, I love going out and um, experiencing, uh, you know, other practitioners and teachers and modalities. And if something works for me, then I'm going to be right back here sharing it with all of you because really at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And this company of mine is built just purely on me coping it with my life. <laughs> I mean, literally, you know, I became an intuitive because my fiance passed away and I wanted to figure out how do I communicate with him. And I, you know, I became a medium and an intuitive because it's 
you know, that was kind of the catalyst. And uh, there's been so many things I've done just purely because I needed to make my life work. And, you know, who knew that it would become a business where I could share it with all of you and, you know, thousands and thousands of people around the world. And they actually say to me, hey, Mari, thank you so much for, you know, kind of paving the way and giving me some uh, shortcuts. So, you know, my life is really about being a, I guess what I call myself is a spiritual information booth, kind of, you know, helping people while they're at their crossroads in their lives and sending you along your way with a couple of resources, some some maybe some new perspectives, some new points of view, and uh, and some tools to, to move forward in your life with, with ease and joy and passion and all that good stuff. So before I get into all of that topic, the, the big topic of the evening, I will be taking um, calls and doing some readings if you'd like to call in. So here's the number. It's 347-215-9485. That's 347 215 Nine four eight five. So we'll take some calls later on in the show, and um, you know, would love to chat with you about this topic or whatever's going on in your world. And we have a bit of housekeeping as well. So if you have been feeling a little loopy, a little funky, a little irritable, a little exhausted, there's a couple of good reasons for it right now because we had a full moon, you know, the other day we had a lunar eclipse yesterday. We have the Venus transit. So Venus is doing its own sort of eclipse. It's transiting across the sun, which happens once every century or twice twice a century. So this is the second time for this century, and it won't happen again until 2112 or 2117. 2117. It won't happen again until 2117. So, um, the, and and it's and it's so unusual for this to happen that um, the astrologers, some are speculating on what it actually means, but uh, my favorite astrologer actually refrained from stating what it means because she said she just hasn't had any experience with it because it happens so infrequently, and she wants to gather information from you know, all of us to see what, what actually, you know, what's kind of going on for people. But what I can say is this, when I got on the uh, on the board tonight on the, the switchboard tonight with Sam, he said, he, first thing he says, oh, you sound really, really tired. And I said, boy, I mean, <laughs> I'm exhausted today. I'm absolutely exhausted. It may not sound like it in my voice right now, but um, I was actually somewhere earlier today and everybody we all looked at each other and they're, they're like, hey, how are you, Mario? I was like, I'm tired. And they're like, oh my gosh, we're all so tired, you know? So when you have this energy kind of spinning like this, and um, you have these real powerhouse things, like a full moon is very, very powerful. And, of course, a lunar eclipse, which is the, which has to do with the moon, um, is also very, very powerful. And then you have something that happens once a century. You know, your bodies are just not used to the amount of energy being, you know, sort of spun around with all the planetary influences. So just, you know, it'll, it'll smooth out towards the end of the week and just give it a little time. And, and in the meantime, one of the things I always like to do when we have this kind of power, especially now with the 2012 energy on top of everything else, is to really focus your intentions. Focus your intentions and harness some of this power and use it for your greater good, you know. Um, sometimes I know, like I have right now in my charts, I have a Venus retrograde or something, So, um, but then I have a Jupiter doing something that doesn't happen, that happens once a century too, and, you know, so everything's kind of balancing it out, each other out. But um, at the end of the day, what I would say is trust your intuition 
if you are tired, I wouldn't make any huge decisions right now. I would just let yourself kind of be and get out in nature as much as you can. If you can get to the park or you can get to a body of water, whether it's a lake or a pond or the ocean, preferably, um, you will. it'll help you to assimilate the energy and give you clarity. You definitely need to breathe very deeply, take in a lot of oxygen because um, uh, there's a little uh, piece of wisdom that people don't really know about, and that is that oxygen actually carries the intuition it carries the information you know um it was an interesting insight i had actually earlier this week where i was doing some channeling and um i was actually working with a client i think when it first came into my into my mind but if you think about it the oxygen that we breathe has been breathed in inhaled and exhaled by trillions of people throughout you know thousands and thousands of years and so it carries the wisdom of the ages. It carries the wisdom of everybody that's ever inhaled it and exhaled it. And if you're in the room with someone, you're sharing that air right now. So in addition to, I'm um, sorry for clearing my throat here, but in addition to uh, to just, you know, fortifying your body, it is bringing you information, which is why yoga and meditation and all of these different modalities, these, these uh you know, spiritual modalities require deep breath work because it really does um, carry the information. The molecules of oxygen carry the uh, information that you're seeking, the awareness and, you know, the answers, etc. So you want to definitely do some deep breathing. Being out in nature really, really helps that. Also drinking a lot of water. Water actually is an amplification uh, tool as well. It will amplify information for you. You can actually drink a glass of water. You can incubate your dreams if you want to get information from your dreams. And this is a good time for that because, you know, we've got all this stuff going on. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with my throat tonight. I need some water, I think, myself. So, <laughs> But if you drink a glass of water, if you th- take a glass of water to your bed with you, you put it on your nightstand and you drink half of it, um, ask your question of what you'd like to, to set your dream intention for. So if you would like to know, you know, what's the best way for me to proceed with, you know, X, Y, Z at my job. And then you drink the half a glass of water, you go to sleep, and keep a journal next to your bed as well. And then when you wake up, you want to drink the other half of the water and write down whatever it is that you can remember. And you'll start to get insights. It's very interesting. They call it incubating a dream. Actually, Doreen Virtue taught me how to do that. And uh, and it's, it's very, very powerful. It's a fun exercise. You might want to give that a try if you're looking for some answers. But I, the reason why I'm bringing that up is just because when the energy is doing all this kind of stuff, might as well ride the wave and <laughs> see what you can get out of it. So, um, you know, give that a try. So let's see, a couple of announcements, and then let's get into our topic. And that is, um, first of all, I'm doing a group coaching program this summer. So uh, you hear, you've heard me talk about Intuition Masters, which is my invitation application-only private coaching program, um, which is pretty high-end and, and, and pretty pricey. Uh, my group coaching program is a little different, though. It's, it's actually, we have a whole group of you. We meet twice a month. We meet, Well, every other week it's going to be for 12 weeks. And uh, we'll have six uh, classes. They're 75 minutes each. And I'll be doing a whole topic and we'll be doing a channeled guided meditation. And you'll be able to ask me all your questions. And I basically do the coaching as a group. Um, And it's online. You can do it over the phone or you can do it like you're, you know, listening and you can do it uh, on Skype or you can do it on on our web platform. We're using the same platform we do for the Telesummit. So you can call in three ways. 
And uh, and that's on my site. So if you'd like to register for that or get more information, get all the details, um, it's called Taking Your Quantum Leap. And it's really based on living life joyfully, one aha moment at a time. All the stuff that I teach on the show, it's going to be that on steroids and more. It's really my process of how to move forward in your life, to get unstuck and to really take that leap, but with support. Because, you know, listen to Telesummit for an hour or 90 minutes or listen to the radio show for 50 minutes with all the commercials and everything. You know, it's a little bit, you're always dabbling. It's dabbling. And you don't get a whole lot done when you're dabbling. Um, It's nice for the introductions and it's nice to, you know, contemplate a, a topic. But if you really want to take some action and get things really shifted for yourself, especially over the summer, it's a great time to do it. Um, we'll be recording all the calls, so you'll be able to take those. You know, if you if you're on vacation or if you don't, you can't make a call, you won't miss anything. Um, you'll be able to email your questions in, and also I'm going to keep the lines open on the calls too. So unlike this one where you have to call in and wait for us to answer, um, you'll be able to uh, get the calls. Um, you know, you'll be able to ask just ask the question right while you're on the on the line with me. So anyway, you can go to aha moments inc dot com slash forward slash quantum q u a n t u m leap so aha moments dot com slash quantum leap and um so that's group coaching so i hope you'll join me and you'll if you if you're on my list you'll see emails coming in about it oh one other thing is the first 10 people who register will get a private coaching session with me so that's a 45 minute private session so we'll, that's in addition to the to the group sessions and that always helps to talk to me one-on-one and then to you know use the group to um to do the work going forward and meet people of like mind it's a really really good good thing i I haven't done a group coaching program in in a little bit it's probably been oh i don't know what a year and a half two years now wow yeah time really goes and so but i loved i love doing this work and it's great because it's affordable and like i said it gives you access to people of like mind and and some access to me and just helps you to really kind of get focused and get some stuff done so consider that and then the other thing, this is the last thing I'll say in housekeeping, then we'll get into the topic, is um, I have summer readings that I am scheduling now. And uh, I have to say that my prices are about to go up. We have about another week before I raise the prices and kind of right-size them, um, one of the realizations I had while I was on the road. So I wanted to let everybody know. So for uh, what, are we, what are we in June? We're booking June. We had, actually have a waiting list. So we're getting through our waiting list right now, but we are booking into June and July. Um, so if you'd like to get a session, please go to ahamomentsinc.com slash readings. And you can book a session, and then um, and then Jamie will give you uh, and e- send you an email, and she'll get you scheduled. She'll get you on the calendar. You want to definitely get on the calendar because we're starting to – you know, book into, I don't know, end of this month and beginning of uh, July already. So definitely want to do that. And I'd love to work with you one-on-one. So if you'd like to get the old rates, then please, please, please go ahead and register. And that's the Akashic readings, the angel readings. And I actually have, if you're in the New Jersey area, I have, actually have a new session where I'm doing it actually in person. And... um those are bar sessions. Those are intuitive bar sessions. So I'm doing some energy work uh, to help you clear, and we're also adding an intuitive session into that whole thing. So there's a whole thing on the site for that. Um, I think it's ahamomentsinc.com slash bars, B-A-R-S, session, and you can learn all about the live sessions too. So that's what's going on. 
I'm going to leave that alone because I don't want this to go. I don't want to get housekeeping too too many minutes <laughs> on the docket here. Um, but you can, like I said, you can go to the blog and you can see all that stuff. All right, so let's get into the topic again. If you want to call in, it's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So let's talk a little bit about finding your passion because this is something I don't know that there's a reading that I do or a private coaching session that I did where people don't ask me this question. What's, what am I supposed to be doing? What is my purpose? What is my passion? I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what my passion is. And, um, you know, there's a lot of answers to that question. First of all, you'll you'll hear me say we have many purposes. And the most important purpose is for you to experience sustainable joy. And sustainable joy doesn't mean like hit the lottery happiness 100% of the time. But what it does mean is to know how to kind of right size, right, right yourself. So like, you know how if a cat falls off a, uh, a tall place, like my cat, you know, my cat was on top of the refrigerator one day, oh my gosh, and he jumped down and it looked like he was going to land on his head, but he righted himself and, you know, they kind of twist their tail and twist their body in there and they land on their feet. And so, we're not saying that you that you have to be in, like I said, hit the lottery joy all day long. But what you want to do is you want to be able to know how to get yourself back to a space of peace and joy, sustainable joy. Sustainable joy is more of a kind of a middle ground, but where you're happier than you are sad, where you feel a sense of connection, where you feel a sense of inspiration, and you feel that, that connectedness to your knowing. That's joyful. That's joyful. And so um, if you can if you can start to move towards that, then those big spikes, you know, where you have the big heightened experiences, those, you know, those become a little bit more frequent. Um, but if you can have sort of your idol be on overall I'm joyful, and then here and there I might, you know, go down a little bit, to sadness when it's you know appropriate or whatever you have a little you know you have drops a lot of people they're kind of idling on oh my god really <laughs> i have to live my life like this and then maybe once a year they're happy you know they hit the happy button um and then of course they want to ratchet that down really fast because if they're too happy for too long somebody might come and knock them off their happy you know the happy train and they'll be disappointed so they got to keep themselves pretty low and flying low so that they don't get, you know, disappointed. And so if you're living from that point of view, what you're going to be doing is creating um, your circumstances to sort of live up to that because your point of view creates your reality. Your reality does not create your point of view. I'd love to say that that particular sentence was mine, but I cannot say that. It was Dane's, and he said it to me over and over again, and I said, okay, that makes sense. Yes, I get it. I know it. I get it. I've said it before, but... Yes, it makes perfect sense. So your reality uh, does not create your point of view. Your point of view, how you think, what you resonate, creates what comes out in front of you in your life. So really, really important distinction. So when we talk about doing what you love, okay, so there's two two sides of this. One is people say, well, I won't be able to make money from it. Now, I'm not saying that you have to make money from everything that you love. So let's just talk first of all um, about make about just finding what what it is you love to do, and one of the questions you want to ask yourself is clear just that just that question: What is it that I really love doing? If I didn't have to worry about money, 
and I didn't have to worry about time, and I didn't have to worry about commitments from other people um, for other people, what would I actually like to spend my time doing? When you think of if you go to a bookstore and you look at the magazines, what topics do you do you naturally pick up? What television shows do you gravitate to? What hobbies do you gravitate to? Um, maybe what kind of conversations? What piques your interest? Is it, is it trivia? Is it? I have a friend who absolutely adores politics. Absolutely, every morning she's calling me with the latest thing. You know who's doing what? The latest debate? The latest you know political thing? And she doesn't do that for a living, but she absolutely loves it. She's just so excited. She's 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 very very smart. She's super intellectual, and she just loves to watch the pundits go back and forth and the analysis and all this. And Sometimes I just flat out tell her to knock it off because I can't stand listening to <laughs> all that stuff. But what I love about listening to her talk about it is her joy. So sometimes I do let her go on and on a week. And I do enjoy sometimes we get into a nice heated debate and we have some fun. But what I'm saying is she's so passionate about it, you know. So that would be something that um, she may not want to make a living out of it. But just recognizing that is um is super super important. So what you want to do is just get yourself a, a journal, get your pen and paper out and be honest. And I'm not talking about um the things that you think make your heart sing because you're supposed they're supposed to make your heart sing. I'm talking about the things that genuinely make your heart sing. So we're going to talk some more about that on the other side of the break. Uh but and Sam is letting me know that Right now is the break, so we're going to take a break. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. 
There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being you changing the world invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires? Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Mari, you're listening to the AHA Moments radio show, and we are back from our first break. If you'd like to call in, I see you're starting to call in. If you'd like to call in, uh, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So let's talk more about this whole do what you love thing, because definitely something, I'm getting some email questions too, um, definitely something that uh, is near and dear to my heart. And and it and it's something that's not particularly easy to do around a lot of people who don't love what they do. Now, I happen to be in a family, I was raised by a family where my mom was a psychotherapist, my dad was a soldier, and a um, he worked for uh, the Port Authority of New York, New Jersey. And he was, you know, well, both of them were very, very passionate about what they did for a living. They kind of went to school for it. They were lucky enough to go get into their career and sort of soar, you know. And I was more of an explorer. I was more of the dabbler. So it was like, what? You don't want to be a psychologist? Well, what do you, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? And I'm like, well, I kind of want to ride horses and dance. And they're like, what? <laughs> 
do you want to be a horse trainer? No. Do you want to own a dance studio? No. Do you want to be a psychologist? No. you want to be a lawyer? No. What do you want to be? I just want to ride and dance. So what I figured out very early on in my life, because I was lucky enough to start dancing when I think I was three and I was riding by the time I was, I guess, 11 or 12, was that there were people out there who were living with, they had the money to do what they love to do, but they also had the free time to do what they love to do too. And those people were entrepreneurs, and that's what I learned. I learned that those people weren't working for somebody else per se. They were working for themselves. And from the time I was about 12, when I met my friend Karen and her husband Bob, who were both entrepreneurs, and they were both out of the barn every day while I was after school. And I was like, hmm. Uh, while my dad was on the train going to the World Trade Center, they are coming home from the World Trade Center. They were at the stable with us. So that that was kind of an interesting you know, uh, observation, especially as a kid. And some of the other people who had horses at the barn, they owned car dealerships and franchises. I know one of my friends' fathers owned a Burger King franchise and whatnot. And um, and, and so it was. I was exposed to this lifestyle, you know. And I said, okay, so I know that this is real. It can happen this way. It doesn't have to be that I slog it out in a corporate job and then wait till I retire to do something that I absolutely love to do. So I've always kept those two passions very close to the vest and very near and dear to my heart. And I made a choice that I didn't want to necessarily make money from those because I wanted those to be sacred. I didn't want to have to be forced to do those every day. What I wanted was to find something I was passionate about that I would be willing to like, to make money from, that I would be willing to sort of put the pressures of putting food on the table on. And that was what I'm doing now is the sharing of you know my lifestyle, the aha lifestyle is what I call it, in various ways, You know whether it's telesummits or readings or you know teaching or radio shows or I have a TV show coming out now too and all these things these different projects I realized I was a project oriented person I like a beginning a middle and an end I like things to eventually go away you know in a regular job when I was in corporate America for 8 years it just droned on and on and on and I was like it made me absolutely nuts I'm not saying that you shouldn't work in corporate America. I'm just saying that if it doesn't make your heart sing, you shouldn't work in corporate America. And <laughs> and you should focus on figuring out something that will make your heart sing because that is it's life force. What you're looking for, and this is the bottom line, and um, I know you guys are waiting on the phone to, to talk to me, so don't worry. I am going to get to your calls. But what we're really looking for is two things. One is you want your, I call it your vat of joy. Like if you saw your body as a vessel and that vessel is being filled up with energy, that energy is called life force. And if you look at your feet and you start to see, like let's just say that life force is purple and you look at your body, like envision your body like out in front of you and just start to see your body filling up with life force. Envision like almost like a genie bottle where that life force is pouring in through your, through the top of your head all the way down into your feet, and it's filling you up. So it's like a glass of filling up with water. And as your life force, as you increase your joy, your life force gets higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. As you decrease your joy, it gets lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. Well, one of the things that we do with life force is we resonate it out of ourselves, out into the, into the energetic grid, into our world. And whatever you resonate is magnetic. It's what comes back to you. Again, what Dane was saying, your reality creates, your point of view um, creates your reality. Your reality doesn't create, well, well, whichever way you said it, I can't even remember. I'm so tired today. <laughs> your 
point of view creates your reality. Your reality does not create your point of view. So as you're filling up with this life force, okay, this magnetic energy, all right, that it, it can be negative or it can be positive. So if you're depleted, if you're negative all the time, if you don't have any joy in your life, that purple, you know, kind of meter, it goes way down. So what you start to resonate is exhaustion, you know, you're disgruntled, you're tired, you're sarcastic, you're cynical, you're depressed, you know, you're just pumping that out. People, that repels people, that repels opportunities, that repels, it repels everything. When you have more joy, when you have more, you create a resonance. And resonance is a magnetic field of what pull, that pulls something towards you. So you start to resonate joy. Then opportunities come. New people come. Um, you get invitations to things. You get money pouring in. Okay? You become more receptive so that there's more availability for you to receive. And this is why it's so important. that So when pump, somebody says to me, oh, Mari, what's my purpose? And your purpose, and I say, you know, your purpose is to be as joyful as possible. And they get mad. They're like, well, that's really nebulous. I want to know what my Oprah, my inner Oprah is. You know, how am I going to be like Dr. Phil or Bethany or, you know, any of these people who have written books and, you know, have world tours and all this kind of stuff. And the bottom line is, you know, if you look at Michael Jordan, he didn't say, you know, at 15 years old, I must be a legend someday, so I better go and learn how to play basketball so I can be, ultimately be a legend in a household thing. He liked to shoot hoops, period, of the story. It gave him joy. So he went and he spent a lot of time doing it, and he got good at it. And then other people were inspired by how good he got. Tiger Woods, same thing. Oprah Winfrey, the same thing. She liked to debate. She liked to, she's inquisitive. Curiosity was her passion. So she was a radio show host, and then she, you know, she happened to do broadcast and do it well, and she was good at interviewing, and she loved learning about people and learning about situations and contemplating things, and it grew into, an, you know, her billion dollar or whatever she is, her her empire, right? So, really, if you really want that inner Oprah, that big purpose, the Dalai Lama, or any of these other big these people that people try to compare themselves to, joy is the number one prerequisite. It's not, you know, I'm sitting in my classroom, I must become a psychologist so I can go change the psychological pathways of the world. No, if you happen to find joy in the process of doing, you know, of learning about psychology and it and it makes your heart sing, then, yeah, you, now you've got a snowball's chance of making it, you know, of, of it becoming something that's really significant and making a huge contribution because that's the next part is when you're talking about doing what you love, Whenever you do something that you love, you're making a contribution, and that is to the greater energetic grid. Now, does that mean you have to go out and volunteer and save the animals and save the people and save the little children in Africa and all that to make a contribution? No, you can make a contribution by living your own life joyfully. Why? Because, number one, energetically, you're putting great energy out onto the grid. You're creating a higher level of resonance for people. Uh, you're giving other people permission to be joyful because you're willing to have the courage to be joyful. And you're giving other people inspiration. And you're probably getting pretty good at what you're doing, which is also making a contribution. And when you do get to a certain point, a certain level of what you're doing, where um, you can, you can you know, exchange your services for pay, then you can make a valuable contribution in that way. So one of the questions I used to always ask myself, which is the wrong question, so that's what I'm telling you, was how may I serve? Well, that didn't get me very good answers because it just became like, it was like ugh, very, very heavy when I would say how may I serve, how may I serve. How may I be a contribution 
feel so much lighter. And so that's what I say now, and that's what I suggest to you. I've just learned the hard way. When you ask the universe, how may it be a contribution? Because if you don't ask, you can't receive answers. That's that's free will. The universe can't go against your free will. You must ask. So the more questions you ask, the more powerful your life becomes and the more communication you'll have from your intuition and from the universe at large and from your angels and guides and God and all those all the powers that be. So the question you want to ask is how may it be a contribution that will also make my heart sing? Or what will make my heart sing that will also be a valuable contribution? You can say contribution to mankind, contribution to whoever. You know, just a basic contribution. How can I be a contribution to the universe? How can I go out to the park for my my walk and uh, I ask the trees and all the elements of nature. You know, how may it be a contribution to me to you? And will you contribute to me? Will you contribute to my energy? And everything in the universe will conspire and contribute to you. And you will start to get awarenesses and ideas and inspirations and knowings and hunches about directions to take. So I'm going to um, stop with the content for this moment. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take a call here, and then um, we'll get some more content in because I've got plenty of notes, plenty of stuff that I'd love to share. So let's go to Cynthia in California. Hey, Cynthia, thank you for waiting. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I am interested in a young man, and uh, not really sure uh, how to show it because I'm not. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. Um, we've had fun together, mm-hmm. and I'm just not really sure how to even approach it, or just should I just let it? So, and when he's interested, then he'll take a step, or if he's interested. It, did you, when you say young man, is he a lot younger than you, or you're just saying young man because you're just calling him a young man? Um, he is a couple of years, well, maybe four years younger than me, mm-hmm. um, but I generally call a person a young man or a young lady. Okay, that's what I, I just wanted to know if you were being polite and formal, or if you were saying I'm dealing with a younger man, like he's 13 or 14 years younger than you. So, okay, so um, so you want to know if you should have the talk, basically, right? Should you have the talk with this guy? Like, what are we? Where do you want to go with this? Or is that your question? In a sense, but I think I'm just afraid, and I'm just wondering. Uh, you know, I was married for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, just not wanting to get hurt, or just set my expectations, and then you know, I I guess I'm just afraid. And you ha- you're friends with him already. So you- how long have you been friends with him for? Did you say? Um, we've known each other for five years. Five years. Okay. So you have a pretty established kind of system between the two of you of how you run your relationship right now. And you'd like to consider going to another level? Not to be too blunt, but it's more of an intimate relationship. It's like when I go to his town, I call him up and I say, you know, I just need some stress relief. And, you know, he's just a person. And I think maybe that's why I'm afraid because 
I've always just used him more or less, you know, if I wanted to ever go out with someone, I can use him to go out with. Um, I don't have Uh to be bothered with other gentlemen, you know. Uh And, you know, I might see him once every three months. Okay. So he's like a friend of the (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I mean, listen, every girl, you know, I mean, hey, you know, you have to, you have your resources. But here's the question I want to ask you. Is 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 that enough? Is that what you – now, I know that that served you in the past, and there are times in your life, especially when you've come out of a major relationship where, you know, you've been married or whatever, and now you're out of it, and, you, and, and where you need that sort of transitional person where you don't want the full-out relationship, the sex and the, you know, the kind of the companionship – and having more control because you're not together in a full-out, you know, day-to-day with all the trappings relationship. Those types of people um, transit through your world, and, you know, you're both serving each other a purpose. Is that, so the first question is, is that what you, is that what you want any longer? Are you saying you want a full-fledged day-to-day relationship? I just want to be clear. I would prefer to have a relationship. And I don't know if it's necessarily with him. I think I've just gotten comfortable with him. Okay. So that's the question. So the question that you need to ask yourself is, what is it that I really want? And instead of trying to force a conclusion about this particular person, you can ask yourself, okay, first of all, you've been kind of in a set kind of a situation with him for five years. So that's that's a long time to have. You've kind of set a precedent for the relationship. Men typically will let you know pretty demonstratively if they want more. That's the typical. That's what I've found. They don't, you know, it's interesting because a lot of women think they have to teach a man how to, like, you know, pursue them and help them along and nudge them. And guys don't need to be nudged. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. So um, the first thing I would ask, well, I'd probably ask three questions. One, the one question I ask yourself is, is this, you know, you, you've already kind of answered the question. I now want, I'm changing gears. I now want a full-fledged relationship. I want all the bells and whistles. I want better than my marriage was. I want, you know, this companion. And what I would do is get very clear on the fact that you want someone for a full-fledged relationship, someone that you're compatible with, someone that feels that you're irresistible, someone that you feel is irresistible for you, and someone who's who's really in alignment and with you and ready to be in communion with you. Not even necessarily relationship, but in communion, meaning that you both kind of jive off each other. You're kind of energetically in alignment with each other. You're suitable for each other, okay? And then if this guy is that person, you'll see a shift in his energy, and you'll know when the right time okay. to him, okay? I would not go and hit him over the head with, um, I changed my mind. I don't want a friend with benefits. Let's be in a full relationship. I've been having sex with you for five years. Now is the time. Let's do it. Can you move to California? No. That's probably not what you want to do because okay. it, 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 you've set a precedent, okay? But what I would do is focus on, again, your own point of view creates what happens in your world, right? So I would sort of make a, 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 a 
Dane likes to call it a demand. I like to call it a command. I would command the universe that I am ready now. I am ready to find my twin flame, my soulmate, my that the person that can really that I'm in alignment with at this time in my life. That would really, I could be a huge contribution to his world. He could be a huge contribution to my world, and really start to play with that energy. Okay, and then say, okay. universe, please bring me the best fit. Because quite frankly, what I found for my own personal life is when you go that way without forcing an issue with somebody that you're, you're, you know, a particular person, the universe will actually kind of custom pour a person for you. So when I found okay. my person, it was like it was like he's custom built for me, you know. I, and it wasn't the person I originally had in mind. Okay, so I would say preserve your friend. I would let your friendship with him kind of, you know, be what it is, and you know, and and put this into operation energetically. Always doing something energetically first helps. And then see okay. if he starts to shift. If you start, if you feel the moment is there where you say, "Hey, you know, have you ever thought of exploring this a bit further?" Then yes, then go for it. But if you're still feeling energetically like mm, I'm really scared, oh, I feel a little stuck, oh, I can't ask him. It's because energetically you're picking up on his energy that he's kind of not open to that. He's pretty comfortable with the way things are. Okay, and okay. it's funny because. When I go to see him, uh, a lot of times he's like, can we just hang out? And, and you know, I'm like thinking to myself, but that's not why I came to see you. <laughs> right, so, right, right. I think so I, what you're like doing you said, is also, I set the wrong precedence to it. Well, it's not wrong. You set a precedent. Listen, when you've been in a, it feels to me like you had a lot of oppression in your marriage where you didn't have a lot of say and you had a lot of, you were kind of like, maybe even emotionally abused a little bit or, you know, just just you didn't have a lot of autonomy in your marriage. So when you went into this relationship with this guy, you know, the friends with benefits situation, you're in control. You've really taken on a masculine role. If he's saying kind of, kind of can you back off and you're saying I want sex now, um, that's why I'm in town, you know, that's very a masculine role. And so he's sort of taken the feminine role, which is not to do, is to be receptive because there's no space for him to be, in the pursuing role because you're doing it. That's why I'm saying, can we okay. can we just hang, can we hang? Can we just like hello, like 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 stop, you know? So you've got to start to listen to him. And so I would okay. say I would leave that relationship alone because I think it it is what it is, and he's helping you to learn these things. And what I would do is ask for how can I heal within me? How can I get more confident in me to be receptive and to be able to receive? that ultimate guy in my life. And you'll start to see some shifts and change in just how you start to navigate your world and how you start to sort of step back into your feminine energy so the type of guy who's really going to make your heart sing can kind of come in and still hold on to his masculinity at the same time. So hopefully that helps. Um, that helps a lot. And you, you actually pinged me because I'm very dominant. So I I need to step back and that's one thing you know him in particular or all guys they're always like you can't be in control read it you know right well you know what if they're if the guys are telling you that you need to listen men will always tell okay. you what who they are and they will tell you what they want now one of the reasons why you are being that way is because you're afraid of being hurt 
And when you're constantly either exactly. giving, 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 or you're dominating, it's just saying, I'm going to bite you before you have a chance to bite me. Now I want you to, you know, now I want you to, to control, I want you to act, you know, like a guy. Well, no guy can do that. You know, guys, guys, you have to sort of, you know, too big for a radio show, but the, the bottom line is your feminine power actually, because you are a woman, is actually more powerful than trying to be a guy. You'll never be as good a man as a man will be. You can't. Okay. You're not that way. Okay? So okay. the courage Thanks. comes in stepping into your own feminine energy and recognizing the power in that. And there is. So you can you can play with that. Now let me give you a book. I'm going to give you a book to read. And that will that will help you uh a lot. And that is a book called The Secrets of Attraction and it's by Sandra Ann Taylor. And so Secrets of Attraction by Sandra Ann Taylor. It's phenomenal. I think you'll real it'll it covers a lot of the stuff you're going through and I think it'll help you along your way. So hopefully that's helpful. It did. It does. Thank you. You're so welcome. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. And call back in and let me know how it goes. Okay, I will. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, so um, where are we? Okay, I guess we're to the next break. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And so why don't we do that? Why don't we take a break? I'm going to come back. When I come back, I'll do a little bit more content, and then we're going to actually be done with the show. So maybe we'll take a short break, and I'll talk Sam into that. Uh, So you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being you changing the world invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. 
What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires? Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. We are back. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we are talking about doing what you love and loving what you do. And we just have a few minutes before the show ends tonight because I got all caught up in the, the question about the man on the last segment. So um, <laughs> and I gave her a little bit more time than I normally than I normally do. So I just want to get through some more of these notes that I wanted to share with you because you know, this topic is really, really important. It's so important for your own personal well-being, and it's so important not to ignore what you love. And so many of us think it's some sort of honorable thing to put ourselves on hold for family and this and that and, you know, the job and everything. And when you put yourself on hold and when you shut down that resonant joy and you become so dutiful that you don't even know who you are anymore, you're really not doing anybody much good because eventually it does catch up with you even if it's in your old age when you're sitting in regret. So you don't want to live with regret, you know? And um, and it's never too late either. It's never too late. So I don't care how old you are, don't, that, that you can't use that as an excuse. It's never too late to participate in something that you love. And that that could be, um, there's lots of ways to do that. It doesn't mean you have to go out, you know, you wanted to be a gymnast when you were 10 and now, you know, you're 60 and you can't be a gymnast anymore. So that means you can't, appreciate the gymnastics. I mean, certainly you could join 
gymnastics organizations and go and participate as an audience member or you know or, or volunteer for a coaching program or something or support a team. I mean, there's plenty of ways to get involved in things, um, even if you can't necessarily physically do do them. Um, but the first important thing to do is to give yourself permission. That's number one. To give yourself permission to explore. And exploration is always the first step. And Google is a wonderful tool. Your computer, your basic computer, you have all the answers sitting right there. At least all the, the new directions sitting right there. And it's up to you to take action to make the answers happen. But the first thing I would say is to definitely research. Research, research, research. And give yourself the chance and the opportunity. Give yourself the opportunity. Give yourself, honor yourself and say, hey, you know what? What do you really love? What do you love to do? And this, if you can't think of the answer right away, then then that lets you know that you are on a new adventure. And just by you asking, the universe will start to bring to you different hunches, different knowings. Your intuition will start to kick in. You'll start to get opportunities, new resources, invitations. Uh, maybe you'll flip the channel to a different station. And you'll start to really receive, if you're open to receive it, you'll start to get the information that you're asking for. So the first thing is to research it. The second thing that I always found with help when I'm trying to get clarity on something is to clean things out. Um, I'm about to go through a big overhaul in my house, actually. <laughs> I, I haven't done it in a while, so I'm about to do that. Um, and cleaning things out, cleaning out the basements, cleaning out the garages, cleaning out those you know extra bedrooms that, that kind of get turned into storage rooms, cleaning out the junk drawers. Even if you just take one little junk drawer and you clean it out, you will start to create spaciousness in your energy. You'll start to create a place to receive. And that is very important for finding out what you love and also for how to take what you love to the next level. If you're confused or you need clarity, cleaning something out will create a space to receive more. Okay, so that's really, really important. Um, and then the, the final thing I will suggest is to ask questions. You know, really, 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 really big point. You know, they, it's in the Bible. It's everywhere. Um you're hearing it over and over again. Ask questions. Ask and it is given or ask and you will receive. The point is that if you're constantly making statements, oh, this sucks. Oh, that's this. Oh, I can't do that until I'm retired. Oh, I can't. All the universe and your angels and guides and God and everybody else can say is, oh, okay, we have to wait till she asks a question. Did she ask a question yet? Nope. She's still down in the mud pit flinging around. Oh, okay, let's go back to playing poker. Some, at some point she'll ask a question and we can help her or him. You know, and they sort of sit down, they watch you in the mud pit, flipping yourself over and swinging around. And it's like, wait, 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 she stopped. Wait, she stopped. Fl wait, I think she's about to say something. Okay, is she answering a question? And it's like, can you please help me? Oh, God, help me, please. Or can I, can you help me? And they're like, okay, she asked a question. Let's help her. You know, so you want to, you know, give your angel something more to do than play poker while they're waiting for you to ask a question. Start asking the question for something as little as what color shoes should I wear to as big as what's what's my, you know, what's going to make my heart sing and make me a lot of money and where I can be a great contribution to the world. You want to ask whatever question you need, but definitely ask the questions. Then the other thing is you don't want to look for the answers. You want to be open to receive the awareness of what to do next. They'll give you another step. Usually they will give you the whole answer. What's my purpose? You're supposed to be the next Oprah. Okay, how do I do that? Here's a microphone and a TV show. Oh, good. Here's a million dollars. Oh, good. No, that's not how it works, okay? That's just not how it works. You'll be waiting a long time if you ask like that. The question you're going to ask is, 
How can I be a greater contribution that also makes my heart sing and gives me more money than I know what to do with? And then what they do is they start to give you an awareness of a hunch or an, an idea or an inspiration to turn on the TV or to watch this or to experience that or they put a kid in your life or they put a, another person in your life or you start to get, you know, they start to give you breadcrumbs and each breadcrumb creates the path. You know, it creates the path, one breadcrumb at a time. And as you, the sooner you take a step, the sooner the next breadcrumb will show up. Okay, if you sit back and wait and try to get all the breadcrumbs at once before you're willing to take a step, you're going to be waiting for a very long time. So make sure you ask the question and be willing to take these step-by-step actions that come your way. And you will find that sooner than later, you'll be doing a lot, spending a lot more time doing what really makes your heart sing and a lot less time doing the stuff that really feels like duty and obligation. So hopefully that's helped. We'll, we'll do another show on this. I think we'll, you know, maybe I'll do a teaching session or we'll we'll cover it in our coaching program. Um, so because we're at the end of the show and Sam is telling me I have to get off the air. So hopefully you've enjoyed tonight's show. And if you're listening to the podcast as well, hopefully you've enjoyed that. And like I always say, you truly can have exactly what you want and you absolutely deserve it too. See you next week, everybody. Have a great night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.